Welcome to Nana Tings. Ciao! We have a new episode out, bitches. But before we get into some tings, I'm obviously going to play some ads, and then you can see what this episode's all about. Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Falling Androids in Phoenix, to my second, Romance in a Mono Road, and my current third, Baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Laranzo, L-I-R-A-N-Z-O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the things. Okay? <laughs> Hey yo, what's up? I'm back, back, back again. <laughs> okay, I need to stop going on these breaks because I feel like I podcast so much in a row and then like out of nowhere, I just like stop, you know? I guess she's just like Blitzing Plus or whatever, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so another round of Ting's Tea Time. I feel like every time I go on this like little pause, I'm like, okay, I gotta catch y'all up on my life before I start getting into, you know, more featured guest episodes. So, today, I want to talk about a few things. I want to first start out by saying I fucking quit this job that I've had for six years. And I'm not going to say their name. I don't need any kind of like lawsuit or anything. But they are a big technology retail company. And I worked for them since 2016. And it was, don't get me wrong, the first few years I was like, okay, I'm thriving. This is it. Da da da. And then. As the years went on, I just saw the the infrastructure of the company is it's not the best. And for as progressive as they try to be, and like, yeah, they have a gay CEO and this and that, there's a lot of homophobia, internal racism, and different things when it comes to promotion, like going from, you know, selling on the floor to a higher management position or things like that. And after all these years of seeing that, and then I started personally getting micromanaged from a manager and sort of like overlooked and thrown around with like transfers and stuff, I started to see like, y'all don't really give a fuck about people, even though you pretend to. So I packed up my bags virtually. I was already in LA and I was like, I'm done. So I quit July. So July 14th, 2020 was my last day at this job after six years. You know what's so crazy? My six-year anniversary was July 15th, 2022. So I literally did it a day prior. Um, But, you know, it's like Beyonce. Release your anger. Release your vibe. You know, I just quit my job. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I was blasting break my soul when when I wrote my resignation letter. And I was like, this is so fucking freeing that... I can actually say right now that I am a full-time artist. To all my actors and and performers and writers and, you know, all the art slashes that are listening right now, how many times do we get self-frustrated, right? Or we, you know, talk to our friends and we get frustrated and we're like, yeah, I'm I'm a writer, I'm a painter, but I also, like, work here, 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 you know, or, like, a nine-to-five and this is my side thing. Like, as artists, we want this to be our full job right or majority of us i should say let me not generalize in all but majority of artists want to have success where is their income we don't just create art for money we create art for therapy right it is therapeutic for us it is healing others so art we are on this earth as a vessel to bring art through the universe right whether it's acting singing dancing there's so many things to it and everyone loves art right 
And the thing is, like, we we it's hard. I mean, it's one of the the least paying fields, right? I mean, art teachers alone hardly get paid. Painters, you have to be like fucking iconic to sell well. Um, singers, same. Like big record labels, um, dancers. We all know dancers always get shaded. Like the payments are big. Models at editorials, you think they get paid big bucks with their magazines? No. Um, actors too. I mean, all my actors out there. I mean, how much do we have to pay for classes alone, and we're not even making money? Right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, but it's just cool that I believe that the universe will bring something to you if you take the leap of faith. Because what is reward without risk, right? I think when we look at our idols, we look at pop stars, we look at you know these mo- stories and movies that we see, we see that people took the biggest risk of their life. Yes, yeah, some were homeless, some slept in their cars, some were scared and anxiety-driven, had panic attacks, but then look at the reward, right? And I think I was supposed to move to LA back in like 2019. And I kept pushing it because I was in my safety net. I was working at this company. I was doing my thing. You know, I felt like whatever. And, you know, moving out here alone, I think, started the the process of me really becoming a full-time artist. And I think LA is a great city for art. You know, it, it's I was seeing, I saw a meme the other day and it was like, uh, what was it? It was like producers are the financial bros of LA, which is true because I feel like in New York everyone's like, yeah, I do finance nine to five, right? But in LA, really, like, there's so many artists, or like everyone's an influencer or like you know content creator, quote unquote. But um, yeah, so I feel fucking free. I feel like I can be me. I feel like I can focus more of my time in acting, which I'm in acting school right now again. I feel like I have more time to podcast now. Um, I don't know, just, it's honestly truly amazing that I am blessed enough to do this. And I think that's one major update is that I'm a free bitch and I'm not a fucking slave to the system, to this like, you know, we're easily replaced with these corporate corporations. And yeah, they act like they treat us well, but at the end of the day, it, we're replaceable. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. Um, to everyone out there this summer that is quitting their job or this year and then doing their thing, good for you. I applaud you because honestly, mental health and comfortability and safe energy and safe realm are more important than just making coin at some place you hate that's deteriorating your soul. Done. <laughs> um, yeah, so I also want to get into some other things. I am in love. So, recently, yes, I've been keeping him on the DL, I have been dating someone really special, and it's honestly amazing. I, you know, when you find a connection with someone, and you think that you were in love all these other years, and you realize you weren't, it's insane. So, like, y'all know my thing about apps, right? Of course. I met my boyfriend through Bumble. Shout out to you, Bumble, though. Hey, hit me up for a fucking ad. Make me some money on this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I met him on Bumble, and y'all know also about, like, my empath energies and stuff like that, and it just, it felt right, like, it just feels right, you know? Like, I, anyone that's listening, whether you're married or have a partner, you know that moment when you just feel like it's, they're the one, like, you you meet them and everything just feels so natural and, and so well put together. And I don't know, I just think he's so special. And I've I, I've had my history of like 
hopeless romantic stuff, savior complex. You know, I've had boyfriends that were really toxic and abusive and I, I thought I was in love with them. And then I look back at my last, I, I had three other boyfriends prior to this one. And I look back and I'm like, I wasn't in love with them. I, I was in love with the idea of being in love. And I think that was my hopeless romantic side mixed with a little bit of Libra, you know? Um, and I really, I, 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 I was, didn't even love myself fully. And I feel like I'm at a point where I know who I am. I'm really happy, obviously, like leaving that company and really just being a full-time artist. And I'm ready to date. I'm ready to love. And I'm re ready to like give someone, give a human that connects with me my all, you know? I, I want to share these experiences and I want to share my experiences in LA with a beautiful human. And I'm just happy. I think the feeling of falling in love and, and feeling like you met your partner in crime is just so beautiful. It really has inspired me to do more podcasts and write more poetry. And I'm really fucking excited to see where the future goes with this guy. And yeah, I'm excited for y'all to be along on the ride, right? I just want to say love is there, you know, we all know a lot, a lot of men suck. Love is out there. <laughs> now, my last topic for this short and sweet episode that we're going to get into some tings and I made a reels about it is fucking Hollywood and putting gay actors, non-binary actors, actually LGBTQIA plus actors into a fucking box. So I had a meeting with my agency the other day and like, they're great. Do not get me wrong. They have my back, but they were talking on a Hollywood standpoint with some people that don't want to cast me for certain things. So yes, I used to be 250 pounds. I fucking love my body. As a queer guy, I want to be able to wear a thong and a speedo, you know? Cis women get to do it, and straight men get to fucking wear these like tight ass shorts with their dick out, their VPL and their abs and very sexual, but since they're super fit, oh, it's fine. Yet, I'm a queer curvy guy that is just proud of who I am and it's not like I'm putting hole out there and like yes yeah, sex work is work do not get me wrong but it's not like I'm doing that with my art I'm just like in swimwear enjoying my life right so I got some comments about how like I need to calm down my Instagram and you know maybe make a second account that's more private to not be as flashy and then I thought about it I was like that's not fair because when a straight guy gets casted for a gay role when if he has an underwear you know how many straight actors have put their ass like full bare ass on their instagram like no i'm not trying to drag anyone but i remember grant gustin from the flash had that big ass photo go viral a few years ago david beckham victoria beckham put him up with his his ass out there are so many like i don't understand anyways <laughs> i'm gonna get into that part but straight guys i have seen so many like model slash actors with vpls very sexual situated photo shoots and almost pornographic stuff get gay roles without being questions. Then you have cis women that are in G-strings and thongs, which I love. You know I'm pro-body and I, I love a beautiful woman. But they're getting regular roles. But leave it to someone that's gay that it's like, oh, if someone knows that you're gay in real life, they're not going to be able to think that you're straight. It's not sellable. So then how the fuck do you know that if someone's straight, how are they sellable for being gay? That is such a double standard. So you're telling me that if someone goes into a movie theater and I'm playing a straight role in the movie, that if they saw a thong photo, they knew I was gay or whatever you want to label me as, they're not going to believe I'm straight. But then straight people don't get that clap back, do they? So 
it made me really furious and it made me really motivated to make the reels that I made and now this podcast episode and, and all this stuff that I've been putting online because I am so sick and tired of LGBTQ plus actors not being able to be represented or play other roles and we're just boxing to gay roles. And then if something's too gay, it's like go back into the closet. Like this literally reminds me of like the Colton Haynes story, which I love his book and you really see his trauma of having to go back in the closet to get straight roles in Hollywood. And now I'm so glad he's out and proud and being a role model for people. But like the fact that that still is a thing when it's 2022 and there are so many fucking gay movies that Hollywood's producing, yet the 1% of their top white straight men that are running Hollywood still are homophobic as fuck. And like I have friends that are in the industry as well that have worked with these people or bigger producers and these people are actually really homophobic, transphobic and racist, but yet they try to be progressive and liberal because it's going to make them money in box offices. And I can keep going on this rant, but it's just like, we need to fucking change it. Like you're making the shows already. So fucking stick to what you're making or don't get your pockets, sis. Huh. Second of this rant is also non-binary. How the fuck are you gonna cast non-binary by putting them in a binary, like, casting type? Like, I don't understand that. When they're, like, looking for non-binary actors, must look this way. I'm like, the point of non-binary is that there is no binary. (laughs) Like, I, you know, make it make sense. I I really want to know, like, make it make fucking sense. I don't know. That's my little, like, different hat here. But I'm going to need Hollywood to set their pussy up or something because enough is enough. Like like I said, it's 2022, and there are so many amazing queer, talented humans out there that can fucking eat up a straight role, a non-binary role, a gay role, all of it. I mean, y'all had no problem putting Jared Leto as a trans person in fucking Dallas Buyer Club, and you're telling me a gay guy can't play a straight guy? Um, like how backwards was I casting, right? I can't. Anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> this is Ting Stink Time with Short and Sweet. I have a few episodes coming out with some guests now that I have more free time and I'm in my own realm of art. Thank you for always, you know, supporting and everything. And I love you all so much. My Nana Nation. Uh, yeah, but I just, I want to end it off with you know, I'm, I'm really happy where I am in life right now. And I believe that like, you need to do things for yourself and, and take the risk. I took a risk moving here, you know, especially being born and raised in New York and scared to leave and, you know, being vulnerable with love and, and being a full-time artist. And I've taken a lot of risk and chances these past six months. And I honestly think the reward is worth it. So if you get anything from this rant of an episode is that you can do it and you're amazing and you're special and you fucking got this. Bye babes. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.